We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, 11 months, and two days. In 14 days, to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you? Healthy and alive, doing well. Excellent, excellent. Are you, uh, you keeping dry? You keeping cool and, well, it, it's a little warm over there, yeah? It is, well, it, it is, it was warm and then it got cold again and we got snow and now it's kind of, it's nice now. So, not warm, but it's not cold either. Well, let's go ahead and get right into it. We got some breaking news today. Uh, our U.S. Constitution has officially been attacked. Now, again, I I was telling Bruce before we started, I don't think that this is the real one, as in like the actual document. I think they replaced that a number of years ago, uh, and it is in the vaults down below. I think, is it like four stories underground or something like that or, or whatever, yeah, like this temperature controlled thing? So Yeah, they I, have it in a temperature controlled case and all of that. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that this is the actual document. I think they replaced it with a, a duplicate a while back. But as you can see here, the climate loonies, you know, the Just Stop Oil people or Extinction Rebellion or whatever, they dumped, is that pink powder or red powder or whatever? Yeah, it looks all pink, over it. yeah. So, yeah, they're they're there. To, and you see the Capitol Police, you see what they're doing there. They're just you, you see, being back. And... Yeah. What's with the masks? They're wearing N95s. I, I don't need to turn this this ridiculous audio on. I don't care what these yahoos are saying. First of all, I want to know why the room's not being cleared. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing, why are the Capitol Police just standing there? Drag their sorry behinds out the front door. Uh, to be fair, I don't blame the Capitol Police for not wanting to touch those guys. Well, that's true. They are a bit disheveled, I have to say. And God knows the last time they actually had a shower. Uh, and quite frankly, I in that sense, I would tend to agree with you because they would probably be fired by the end of the day. Yeah. Uh Honestly, what 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 even is the point other than uh, you, you're causing more cleanup and like God, I'd, I'd hate to get that powder on that nice white shirt too. Well, not only that, well, what you mean the one that this guy's wearing? Because I don't think that one's been washed in in I don't know two three well, months. I, I meant the uh, Capitol Police officers, but uh, yeah, I like how cordially speaking. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, he is being pretty cordial. I I at the very least usher the guys out, kick him out. Uh, I, I don't understand why we're being so nonchalant about this. Also, I, I have to point out, I'm I'm going to be racist here. Every single officer we've seen so far is black. Uh, yeah, you did notice that, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now they're clearing the room finally after five minutes. They had to get their photo ops. 
You know, you see the people with the cameras, you notice that they're still there. Yeah, they're still allowed to be there. Yeah. That's, uh, what is that? Uh, seven officers we've seen so far? Yes. And they're all... All seven of them are black. Yes. So we're following DEI hiring practices. And you know what? Uh, quite frankly, it, honestly, I, I don't care. I'm not one of the people that care because I will I will hire somebody based on their merit. So that's that's me. I'm, I'm you know, call me old fashioned meritocracy. But uh, if someone's got the qualifications to be there, then so be it. I'm I am the exact same way. The The problems I have, though, in this situation is some of those off. OK. I kind of have the standard of like law enforcement officers should be in like peak physical condition. And many of those officers don't. That is true. Uh, yeah. Most of them I look mean, like they just got off a smoke break with a coffee. Yeah, yeah. That's true. And I have the same problem with local officers here. There's quite a few that are overweight, too many donuts or whatever. It, it just, yeah. But now he's clear in the room. You see that now, now the room's yeah. being cleared. Yeah. yeah now you have, have to get any out other. when it's all over with and they finally get handcuffed. Yeah. Now you got to get out. Mm, yeah. Right. So that's that. Okay, into more pressing matters. Never left his protective glass case, and it was just powder. So there was actually nothing that was done there other than just making a political statement. The U.S. reportedly faces a, quote, serious national security threat. Would you have guessed that? Do we have a a serious national security threat that we're just now learning about in the U.S.? Uh, You know, if you would have said something like the border or something like that, I would have agreed with you. However, I'm going to guess that this article goes into nothing about the border and the problems there. Uh, well, it's not an article. Uh, it's actually the House Intel chair who has released this. Well, it, I guess you could say it's an article because they've released it to all the uh, the mainstream media uh, and they're reporting on it today. They're saying that they disclosed this afternoon that members of Congress were given access to information about unspecified, quote, serious national security threats and encouraged President Biden to declassify all the information regarding that threat because the American people need to know. Okay, um, so I don't disagree that there's uh, threats, but uh, what are we, what are we talking that, about here? Well, the reason they say, uh, I'm assuming that they've seen what it is because it's classified, but they're not allowed to say specifically mm. what it is. So they can just say that they've seen something. That's all they can okay, say. That, that would make sense. Okay, yeah. under, under that, but... I'm requ- um, here's the quote. Here's here's the quote from uh, Rep. Turner from Ohio. He says, I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. OK, that's 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 fair. That's not unreasonable. Um, that is yeah, not unreasonable. That's not unreasonable. Um, the, the I guess my my issue is, is what we've seen so many security risks over the last few years. Um, I. I, I guess, um, what's it going to matter to the American people at this point? Well, he says, um, he goes on to say, he says, it is a serious issue that is right, that we need to focus on right now, but it's not going to ruin your Wednesday. I mean, well, that's okay, Mr. Turner. Is it going to ruin our Thursday or our Friday or our weekend? You know? Yeah. So technically you could say that about the border issue. You could say that about, um, you know, those, those balloons that could carry an EMP. Um, you could say that about the compromise of the CIA, you could say that about, I mean, there's, uh, so I, I guess there's just such a litany of issues that we have right now. I, I just, what's it going to matter? Uh, just more chaos to throw on top of the bonfire. I think so. Um, I think so. One of the things that they are kind of hinting around, and I do believe that this part has actually been related or has been released publicly. They say that it could be related to space. So my thought was, and I, I said it in prep, my thought was possible EMP, 
we kind of guessed at this with the the Chinese balloons, if you recall. Uh, but that's not to say that I mean, low Earth orbit. You know, if the, if the Chinese or the Russians put something in low Earth orbit, you know, a small nuclear device or whatever, that can do some serious damage. Not necessarily to the entire country per se, but to a portion of it. You know, a, f- a quarter of it, or even an eighth of it, and that's enough to cause some serious problems. I mean, also another theoretical possibility is I haven't really seen any kind of like. Uh, reports on this or ideas, but I had a thought on this. Uh, EMP or not EMP, a a nuclear device um, hitting uh, Yellowstone, that uh, big super volcano that's there. The nuke itself wouldn't be that devastating, but if you could punch like, uh, for example, a a bunker buster or something, it's something big enough to to punch down into the the Earth's crust a little bit, potentially could um, cause that to go off. And then that's a lot of damage. That is a lot of damage. But then again, you'd have to like you'd have to actually get like it'd have to be an incoming projectile to hit that. True. Uh, But if you're throwing it from the Earth's orbit at twenty five thousand miles per hour and then also having a nuclear payload, theoretically, you could do some some damage to that area and possibly cause that uh, super volcano to erupt. Don't know. Never seen any kind of research or anything on on whether that's possible or not. But that was just kind of spitball. That said, any other thing? I mean, they could put a device up there, like possibly a laser, uh, possibly some kind of kinetic weapon in space um, that that, you know, throws. Uh, I mean, this is video game terms, but throws telephone poles from space. Um, rods from God, uh, yeah. yeah. Thompson rods. Oh, that'll do yeah. some damage. Exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of, and those can't be stopped. Now, it's not going to be super accurate. You could hit like stationary targets like buildings, but it's not, you're not going to hit moving targets with that because the amount of time uh, it's descending before it hits, um, the, the target would be out of out of range. But there, there's a slew of options that you could do from space. Uh, even just throwing space debris like a satellite and uh, hitting a major city with it. It's not going to do a huge amount of damage, but if you hit a building with that, it's going to take the building out and you can't really defend against that necessarily unless you hit it with some kind of kinetic weapon with explosives. Well, it's kind of up in the air, no pun intended, as to what that could possibly be. I don't know. When asked about Turner's statement, the White House National Security Advisor, Mr. Sullivan, which I, I don't trust that pencil neck as far as I can throw him, told reporters that he reached out to the so-called uh, Gang of Eight and Democrat and Republican leaders of the House and Senate and the chairs in the ranking House and Senate uh, Intelligence Committees earlier this week uh, to offer a personal briefing. Uh, Sullivan said that Sullivan said a briefing for House members within the group, Turner, yeah, whatever. Uh, they scheduled it for tomorrow. So they're all going to sit down tomorrow and discuss it. So we shall see. But yeah, maybe we'll we'll have more by the end of the week. On, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But they are saying that it is a, uh, a Russian. Uh, what was the actual quote? It is a Russian capability in space is what they're saying. So that could be a number of things. It could also be a cyber attack of some kind. If you got a satellite uplink, you know, a data link coming down, you could also see that. Now, this could also be coupled with something else. Now, Bruce, you and I have surmised that, it, you know, just strategically speaking, that if the Russians or the Chinese, well, the Chinese, we know what the Chinese are up to as far as, you know, what their intentions are with the U.S. They need the Russians in order to get across the Pacific, right? Or right. in some way, shape or form. But they need the Russians in order to do what they want to do is it's for them to capture the U.S., as in physically, to capture it, well, to grab it and then capture it and then hold it. For them to do that, they need the Russians in order to do that. As of today, we have apprehended 269 
Chinese nationals illegally crossing the border into the United States just today is what we've picked up in the last 24 hours. And the Border Patrol have encountered more than 20,000 in the last 45 days. 20,000. Do you have any idea? Does anybody not see this? Do you not, do you not see what's actually going on here? as to how this is actually being played out. I have the 60-minute clip that I'm going to pull up, but do you want to comment on the numbers before I get to the clip? Um, this is, uh, again, another national security risk uh, that we're running into, and this is not being addressed by our government. In fact, they're pushing bills that would strip the authority of states, border states, from being able to act themselves. Now, you know it's bad when you got 60 minutes down there on the border to actually talk about what's going on. Oddly enough, Bruce, guess where they're get, guess where these Chinese nationals, guess where they're getting the information on how to cross the border? Uh, cartels. TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, wow. because the cartels, you know, they use TikTok. You know, President Biden just joined TikTok to gain a following I did hear, before the election. Yeah, uh-huh. I did hear his campaign joined it. Yes, yes, of course they did. Now, here is what 60 Minutes had to say about the border crossing. wondered how all of these migrants knew about this particular entryway into California. The answer was in their hands. Oh, you learned on TikTok. Yeah. TikTok is a social media platform created in China. The post we found had step-by-step instructions for hiring smugglers and detailed directions to that hole we visited. We were struck by just how orderly and routine it all seemed. The migrants walked about a half mile down a dirt road and waited in line for U.S. I'm just going to pause it right there. Do you notice they're still calling them migrants even though they're not from South America? <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> they're all from China, which is like 6,000 miles in the opposite direction. Just like to point that out. Border Patrol to arrive so they could surrender. How much property do you have here? The land they're waiting on is owned by 75-year-old Jerry Schuster, a retiree. The whole world seems to know there's a way in and it's on your property. They're all doing this. They're all doing this. When they come over here, they come with the suitcases. They come prepared with the computers just like they got off on a Norwegian cruise ship yesterday. Schuster owns 17 acres just north of the border fence and a quarter mile outside of Yacumba Hot Springs, California, population 540. You're an immigrant yourself. Yes. Where did you come from? I come from Yugoslavia, and I left Yugoslavia. I went to Austria. I stayed there eight months, and I knocked on this door. I didn't bust the door down to come over here. You came through the front door? I came through the front door. And what do you think about this? They, they don't care. They, 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 they come through their whole, like they come into their own country over here mm-hmm. and nobody do nothing about it. Now, I have respect for that man right there because he did it the right way. Yeah. And his, his perspective on um, how the illegals coming across, that's pretty uniform amongst uh, those that immigrated here through the front door, as he said. Um, it, it's pretty uh, <laughs> reprehensible. 20,000 we've picked up. Now, what does that mean? Getting back to the original point where they say that there's a national security threat. Well, okay, if there is some type of national, a credible national security threat and not just simple fear mongering, then let's put that into perspective. You and I have been talking for months now. Actually, I think we're, we're going on years already, but months now specifically about China making a move on the U.S. within the next 12 months. 
before the election. Mm-hmm. If we have apprehended almost 300 just today in the last 24 hours, those are the numbers coming out of the, the Border Patrol now. And we've gra- we've grabbed up over 20,000 in the last 45 days. These are Chinese nationals, most of them mil- of military age between the ages of 18 and 35. Let me put this into, into another context here, okay? When the Nazis decided that they were going to take Norway. Do you know what they did? I'll break it down for you. They sent German soldiers in there as tourists. That's what they did. This is where the Chinese learned this. They sent them in there as tourists, and they were all just waiting there. They were waiting until they got what they needed, which was the orders to act where they needed to act. The weapons caches had already been strategically placed throughout the countries in key areas. Their uniforms had already been placed And the ports already had the cargo ships, the German cargo ships, waiting, ready for them to act. And when it came time, they flipped the switch. They took the country basically without firing a single shot. I'm almost certain that this is exactly what the Chinese are intending to do in the U.S. Now, if there is a diversion that takes place from, say, oh, I don't know, space, (laughs) you know, if there is um, something that, that takes place to possibly throw us off to cause a little bit of social disharmony, just a little bit, which we're primed for that anyway, aren't we? Yeah, all the looting of the stores, the beating of the police officers, yeah, all that stuff, all the BLM riots, the Antifa riots, everything, you know, the mostly peaceful protests, the summer of love, this kind of garbage. If you have a little bit of chaos in just every one of these little cities, just a little bit, and you have a partial, not even a full one, a partial attack on our infrastructure, our critical infrastructure, waterways, electricity, any kind of waste and sanitation services, anything, any kind of uh, logistics, as in like uh, deliveries for food trucks to get to stores, anything. If that does not happen with our just-in-time delivery system, you're going to have serious chaos. On top of that, if you've got strategically placed PLA operatives of this magnitude, these numbers that are coming in just in the last 45 days, that's a small army that's being brought in right there. Yeah, this is a, a big problem. And the fact that uh, so many have come across that we've caught, how many more got through that we didn't catch that are here? Um, the video that, that we've seen there from 60 Minutes, it, at least um, they look more the part, if, if you will, of uh, immigrants coming across because some of them look like they had kids. It looked like it was couples. You know, it wasn't just military aged men. So at least they have better optics in that sense. Not saying I support them coming across the border illegally. I'm just saying that it looks like it's a little bit better organized. And it could be that those are intended to be long term, more long term operatives. Uh, Some of those could have been actual people that tried to, you know, that is trying to start a new life. Uh, But honestly, if you're trying to start a new life, you would do it the right way. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, it's it's a problem. Uh, it's another problem that that we have on the list to take care of. Uh, we're, we're kind of we're being um, stretched in all kinds of directions. We got the Ukraine stuff going on. Um, North Korea is probably going to kick off and do stuff. We got possible Taiwan stuff. We got Israel stuff with the Gaza that we're involved with. Um, and then they're wanting us to spread our money around to different countries to aid them. Uh, we've got border situations here. We've got election stuff going on. I mean, we're we're kind of being stretched in a whole bunch of different directions uh, in all of this. It it it's almost like they're creating the perfect storm. Almost on this point, we have 
officially impeached in the United States House of Representatives, DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. He's the first cabinet official in 150 years to be impeached by the House. So the Senate is now going to have to try him. And we all know who controls the Senate. It's going to die over there, I'm pretty sure. So it's going to be pointless. I, I think it was a dead effort to start with. It's it's optics more than anything else. It's, it's optics. Um, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't strip him. It doesn't fix the problems. It, this is too little too late. It's an election year. Uh, it makes them, uh, they won by one vote, Republicans. It was, what was it, 214 to 213 or something like that? Or 215 yeah, to was, 214, somewhere It was really just, it was, it was neck and neck. Yeah. And there was three Republicans, I believe, that voted against impeaching him. At this point, the thing is, is just on principle alone, I know it's not going to do anything. I know it's just too little, too late. It's just optics. But if you claim to be a Republican and you don't impeach him, that does not look good for your reelection. That does not look good politically speaking. Like this is a no brainer that that should have been just like an automatic yes. And they said no. And what's funny is it wasn't it wasn't like uh, um, a surprise from these ones. Uh, the, the rhinos. Even some of the other rhinos that are long-term rhinos uh, were like, yeah, we, we have to vote yes. I, I don't even know why they got elected at that point. I don't know why any of them are sitting in there anyway. You know, Chip Roy yesterday, he, you know, he called the U.S. Senate a, uh, a nursing home. I mean, if you look he's at not the, wrong. the average the senator is, what, 75? Yeah, there, there's only a handful that are below uh, 60. Right. You wanted to talk a little bit about this. Uh, and I thought this was uh, this is something we already knew, but it's it's interesting that it's now out. Uh, the CIA asked foreign spy agencies to surveil 26 associates of Trump in the run up to the 2016 election, which triggered the Russian collusion hoax, according to a new report that's out now. So you mean to tell me that it was fake the entire time and we were just uh, what what is it? A baseless conspiracy theorist for pointing it out at the time? Yeah, uh, who would have who would have thought that this was uh, this was all a hoax? And honestly, so what was the twenty five million dollars or the forty eight million dollars or whatever it was for the Mueller report? What was that then? Uh, a, a great use of taxpayer funds. A great use of taxpayer <laughs> funds. Which, when the report came out, we knew before it even came out. We said two years before it was out, we were saying there's not going to be anything in it. It's just it's ridiculous. Yeah, and there's there there was nothing in it. it, it Literally, we were saying at the time when Trump was impeached, he was impeached over a phone call. And that's what this uh, report is showing, that there was nothing to the Russian collusion. But if you would have looked at the Russian collusion thing and the uh, what they were claiming in it, it was all kinds of BS in there. It was just them throwing mud and seeing if anything would stick. It it didn't make any kind of sense. If if any of the claims uh, are... Any what they should have been claiming, I should say, is things like business or, or you know, finance wrongdoings because he's a business guy. It would have made more sense than some of the other stuff that golden showers and some of the other stuff that they were like, come on, really? Who cares? Well, it's it's just slander. It's what they do. It's just it, it's optics. It, it had absolutely nothing to do with with anything. But all that said, it's all good. Our, our Fed took care of it. They implemented dozens of corrective actions. 
So it's I all wanna, good. With it. They, uh, they yeah, took care I, I of wanna, everything. I want to get into some of this. I want to. I want to just take a little trip down memory lane. I want to play a clip here of Adam Schiff. It, do you remember? Do you remember this guy? You know the guy that said he was on TV every other day saying, "Look, we've got the proof. It's rock solid. It's coming. We we're going to show it. We've got it. It's it's here." And and he's going to go down and, and everything. Do, do you remember that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> this did not age well, right? Listen to this. This was him on CNN last year. I want to air out some of the substance uh, of the Republican allegations. And Congressman, I'll start with you. Uh, you said that there was direct. First of all, I'd like to point out he's in good company there. Don't you see that? You got Eric Swalwell. <laughs> yeah, he's in good and company. And you've got yeah. Ilhan Omar sitting next to him. Evidence of... The fact that Donald Trump colluded with Russia back in 2016. Special counsel Robert Mueller said in his report, quote, the investigation did not establish that members of the Trump campaign conspired or coordinated with the Russian government. Republicans argue that's proof that you used your position on the Intelligence Committee to intentionally mislead Americans, which is why you should not be on that committee. If you read the Mueller report, uh, he makes clear, uh, even in the first few pages of the report, that he states no conclusion on whether Donald Trump and his campaign colluded with the Russians. But what he does reveal in his report, what we found in our investigation, is that Donald Trump's campaign manager was sharing internal campaign polling data and their strategy for key battleground states with an agent of Russian intelligence, while that same unit of Russian intelligence was helping the Trump campaign, both with a hacking and dumping operation, uh, as well as a social media operation to elect Donald Trump. Oh, God, to most Americans, that is collusion. Now, whether it's proof beyond a reasonable doubt of the crime of conspiracy, that's what Bob Mueller was talking about. I've always distinguished between the two. But, but let me just uh, you know, set the record straight. This is only one of a shifting series of rationalizations and pretexts that McCarthy is using. Well, let me, let me give uh, you... You see, you see that. You see, it's, you see, it's just a misunderstanding is all it is. Yeah. Um, and it turns out all those accusations were false. The, the one accusation he had there was uh, sharing of polling data. Uh-huh. Who cares? That's internal polling data. If they choose to share it with someone, that's their prerogative. Uh, that one was uh, a silly one uh, to, to claim. Do you remember the uh, the whistleblower? <laughs> yeah. Do, you know, the one he lied about and the one that was never yeah. allowed to testify unless it was behind closed doors with no cameras. Yeah. <laughs> that one. He gets called out on that one for lying about it. Let me, let me give you another. He says that... Um... This is part of the uh, of a pattern ahead of the first Trump impeachment. You said the committee had not spoken to a whistleblower. In fact, that turned out not to be true. You know, the Washington Post uh, said so in their in their fact check. Uh, the Washington Post uh, uh, identified that, yes, before the person became a whistleblower, they sought advice from the committee. Uh, when I was asked the question, I thought they were referring to whether we had brought the whistleblower in. Uh, and I should have been more clear in my answer. But 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 again, let's be clear what's really going on here. Um, McCarthy has said Adam Schiff prosecuted <laughs> no. the case against Trump. The Ukraine uh, impeachment was well, a let's hoax. Let's turn it to Ukraine. Uh, you know, he's given 15 explanations. The only real explanation is he needs Marjorie Taylor Greene's vote. He needs Paul Gosar's vote. Uh, he wants to retaliate for their removal from the committee. And apparently he believes I was very effective in exposing his misconduct, Donald Trump's misconduct. Uh, and that's what they're trying to stop. Uh, so... You know, I think that he uh, benefits from having these smears repeated, and that's part of what he gains from it. But uh, this is a pretext uh, yeah. and nothing more. Yeah. 
It's a pretext. You see, he never mind the fact that he lied about the whistleblower. Don't worry about that. It's, it has nothing to do with whatever this is. You see, this is about garnering votes and putting Republicans back on that committee. You see, mm. yeah, Shifty Schiff, I believe, was his his name uh, that Trump gave him. What Honestly, an absolute scumbag that guy is. Yeah, uh, he has that that smirk that all politicians have when they're lying. It just it grates me. It I, I do not like it. Do you have anything else on that on the the, the Trump Russia fake CIA thing? It, it's not surprising coming out of the CIA that that organization has been wholly compromised through and through. Going back before I think the two of us were even alive, that agency's been compromised. So it's time for that whole intelligence apparatus to be gutted, and I mean yep. gutted. Do you, do you remember yep. the um, the DEI hiring practice commercials and adverts that they're putting out? For, mm-hmm. for themselves like this. This is actual advertisement of borderline. Well, it's not even borderline. It is full blown narcissistic behavior of somebody that has a mental disorder is what that is. The latest one I saw was a woman who was talking about all about herself and all about her achievements when in reality she'd actually achieved nothing other than a piece of paper that she paid money for at a university, if you even want to call that an achievement. But that was it. Everything else in the advert was about her identity and her identity politics, and that's what got her there. And you've got two former CIA directors and the current one giving her awards for it. How is this not the height of narcissism? And these are our hiring practices. The the only thing I would add to this is um, this whole Russia collusion thing. Um, the CIA had um, asked foreign governments to spy on the Trump campaign as well. So not only did you have the uh, 26 associates that were targeted, but it was foreign governments that were um, instructed to investigate them. Yeah. Do you know why? Them. Yeah. Do you know why? Dude. Because if the CIA spies on its own citizens illegally... They all go to prison, federal prison. Yep. That's why it's illegal for them to do it. So they get people yep. overseas to circumvent that. Yep. And honestly, it should be the, the wordage of that needs to be a little different. Uh, if the CIA is doing uh, any kind of investigation into American citizens, th- like if you're getting that information from foreign governments, it should be no different than you doing it yourself. Uh, so they, they should be tried just the same. But that's not going to be the case because they like their loopholes. They they like to have that um, strong arm, the enforcement arm that they can use to to extinguish any kind of uh, dissenters, uh, politically speaking. So this is going to be, in my opinion, this is going to be uh, the future. We're going to see this a lot more in politics because it, it was not taken care of yet. So unless we get someone in office next uh, and we start making changes, uh, I think this is going to be a going trend for going forward. I mean, it, we, we've already seen a lot of it. Like the beginning of the FBI, it was used to uh, go after political adversaries. So it's no it's no different than its foundations. It just it, there actually needs to be a was, purge. Actually, it was to go after the mob. That, that was the initial aspect. That was, was the, the it was the gangster public. era. Yeah, it, well, yeah, yeah, it was it was the gangster era, so that's that's what it was. Um, but yes, it later became about political opposition. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and it, it honestly, Hoover, all that was Hoover just had a whole bunch of dirt on everybody. <laughs> that's yeah. all. That's all that turned out to be. But uh, this this thing that's going on with uh, with this Trump thing, I, I don't see a even with a let's say let's just put worst case scenario here. Let's let's go Trump back in the White House. I still don't see a house cleaning taking place afterwards. No. I don't see that. No, in fact, um, this recent bill uh, for the border, I think it was the border bill, 
Um, there's actually one of the Republican, um, I don't know if he was a rep or a senator. He was, they, they were saying that um, there's a clause in there that would basically, it would impeach Trump just by him getting an office um, immediately. So, yes, yeah. it, uh, I heard McConnell talking about it. Uh, it was a clause. If any aid got cut off to Ukraine, it would be an automatic impeachment is what yeah. it was. Yeah. So basically it would be an instant uh, impeachment. Yeah. Well, anyhow, uh, that's that's that. So uh, I, I don't I don't know what else to say to that. Epstein, you got some news on Epstein. I didn't even know that there was an autopsy. Yeah. So uh, apparently uh, Jeffrey Epstein's brother, Mark Epstein, didn't know he had a brother, um, was on with Megyn Kelly uh, last week. So it had been Friday last week. And he brought some photos and uh, of the autopsy. And uh, these are never before seen, uh, just released or just publicly uh, released. Uh, they showed photographs of his neck, uh, Epstein's, uh, Jeffrey Epstein's neck. And uh, you can see very clearly that um, uh, where the, uh, what do you want to call it? bruising? Um, but what's the proper word? There's a proper word for this. Uh, uh, subdermal hematomas or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ligature marks or some, anyway, yeah, whatever. That's yeah, yeah. where um, the bruising takes place. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it is not postmortem. Right. Um, these marks are uh, about where the Adam's apple is on his neck. And they're very, very low or just below the Adam's apple. So in that area, um, whereas if you were hanging yourself, uh, the marks would be right under the chin uh, at the neck level and going up behind the ears. Uh, there's no marks like that at all. So in other words, these marks are very thin. They, they're very precise around the um, lower part of the neck there. In other words, it looks like he was hit with piano wire or Gerard or whatever. He, or rope even, uh, you know, he, he was choked to, to death. He was strangled. Um, yeah. yeah, he was strangled. The other thing he talked about was in the autopsy report, they found Epstein um, hanging from the uh, bunk bed and he his butt was uh, one inch from the ground and his legs were outstretched in front of him kind of in a seating position. Now, the, the problem with this is as he sat there, um, the blood would have pooled in his legs and uh, butt there was and, and turned blue. Uh, there was no uh blood pooling in those locations so it was not blue um it, he had it more in his uh back i believe so none of, nothing adds up to what uh the autopsy report what was officially released and what the autopsy report shows they they don't match up so i think personally uh this uh new information makes it pretty damn clear that he was executed they killed him are we surprised? You know, those of us that were the conspiracy theorists saying um, the dude didn't hang himself. You know, the whole meme that's been going around. Epstein didn't kill himself kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he definitely did not kill himself in the report, which uh, isn't here in this uh, article, but they show photographs of his legs. So you could probably go on Megyn Kelly's show from Friday and see this stuff. Oh, she reported. I think she, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was on her show that the, this came out. Um, so. 
And of yeah. course, they're going to they're going to bury it. You know, you're not going to hear about that. Why would you want to hear about that? You know, dead men can't tell tales. And you know, the guy just he, he hung himself. And I'm sorry, we don't have any of that uh, security footage. We, we just don't have, you know, those cameras, you know, they weren't working that night. It's a shame how those things just, you know, they don't work when you need them to. So unreliable. Yeah, I I didn't see anything about this in the mainstream media. Um, yeah, the, the only thing I'm seeing uh, of this is um, they're still smearing him. Uh, which they should. He was scum. Well, and there's also a, a lawsuit going on, apparently, uh, against the FBI for a cover-up. Um, the FBI involved in a cover-up? I never would have guessed. Yeah, never would have guessed that. Um, I want to know, I want to, I, I want to know who was involved, like the, you know, the black book that we're never going to see the light of day of. Uh, I want to see who was involved there. Not, and not the, not the, the little people like the pilot or stewardess or whatever. I don't want to see that. I, I want to see the big names on there. Uh, I want to know, was Bill Gates' name in there, as an example? He had a lot of dinners with him. Uh, supposedly his his wife uh, broke off the, the marriage because um, he, he was involved. Now, Bill said that he regretted those dinners. He didn't say that he regretted meeting Epstein. He said he regretted the dinners that he had with him. He regretted the dinners, so he didn't regret the other times that he went to the island or... His uh, private Express. residence in Paris or anything like that, you know, where he and his wife stayed on a number of occasions. And the butler and the door guard both said, yeah, he was here a lot, <laughs> not just once. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah no, this is I, I want to know the, all that information. The thing is, is, OK, let's say they give us that info. Let's say we know nothing's going to happen even still. You got to prosecute. It, yeah, you have to hunt yeah, him down and prosecute yeah. him. And who's going to do and, that? Who's got the testicular fortitude to do that? You know, other than I mean, people like might. ourselves, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I might. <laughs> I'll yeah, go get yeah. him. I don't care. Give me a team of guys. I'll go hook them up right now. But no one's going to prosecute. I can't prosecute him. So. No. And the thing is, is with so many um, bad uh, judges in, in place now, I, I was reading an article earlier. There's um, someone that went in, uh, a FedEx driver, uh, stole a bunch of guns uh, that were to be delivered, sold them. And he got six days in uh, prison. That's all he got. It's a six it's a days. maximum of ten years. You're kidding me. Well, it's you know we can beat up police officers in the middle of Times Square now, and you'll be out in what two hours, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. No bail. Yeah. Yeah. Moving over on over to this one, I thought you might have a thing or two to say about this one. <laughs> and I don't mean to laugh. I'm. I, it was just one of those things that it just happened to be at this place. The shooter at the Joel Olstein Church. I thought you'd like to weigh in on that one. This was uh, this didn't make the news for very long. And the reason that it didn't make the news for very long is because two big reasons. One, this was a transgender individual. And the media continues to say she when, in fact, it's not a she, it's a he. NBC News just kept saying she, she, she. And on the side of the gun that was used for the killing, there was a, a logo branded on the side of the gun that said Free Palestine. None of that fits with any of the agendas that are being pushed. So it was a story for a couple of hours and then gone. Yeah, uh, like I, uh, I said before, when, when this story was breaking, a lot of the aggregate websites, they'll have like old text or red text or, you know, something like that to, to when there's an important uh, news break. The shooting didn't even make it to the, the top of the page, the equivalent of front page, if you will. Uh, it had no red text. It had none of that. Any other shooting, any other kind of active shooter or something like that would have made it to the front page. Red text. I mean, it would have been a big deal. This one wasn't. This was actually about halfway down in the, the aggregate sites uh, listings. Um, so, yeah, they basically swept it under the rug. And 
probably because, as you said, uh, they're, they're um, associated with the LGBT community and also the Free Palestine movement. So this is why we talk about having uh, gun control. By that, I mean knowing how to properly use a firearm. And there should have been more people there with firearms. Do we know the number of people that were injured and killed? Uh, uh, says, this? this is a quote from Alstein himself. He spoke in a press conference at, shortly after the shoot. Was he there? I don't even know if he was he there. Was there were there I, services it, going on? Motivational speaking services yeah. going on. <laughs> I, there, there. I would assume there was. I don't. I, I don't even know what day it happened. That's how much news this has gotten. Yeah, it's gotten no playtime whatsoever. Uh, so. Uh, it says here, Austin said a man was wounded in the leg and that a five-year-old boy was also shot. Uh, and I did see that the uh, the five-year-old boy that was shot was actually shot in the head and is in critical condition at the moment. Uh, the individual that came with the shooter uh, is in critical condition also. Not immediately known if the boy was shot by the Marina or the police. A uh, 57-year-old man, though, is expected to recover. Okay, so they, they stopped him fairly quick. Yeah. Uh, let's see. When was... Did they say when the shooting was? Let's see here. Uh, they entered the church Sunday. shortly before 2 p.m. Yeah, it was on Sunday. So that would have been, yeah, they must have had services going on. Or they had just concluded or something. It was probably concluded, I would have. I know a lot of these mega churches have multiple services. There could have been a service going on. Uh, and maybe, I, 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 honestly, I don't know how many you services you got people in, they this, have. in the, you got people in there that, this was actually when it was happening. You do have armed guards in there. Okay. This actually looks like it would be between services. Uh, cause I know the old scene church is usually a lot fuller than that. Well, yeah, it's usually a sellout crowd. I think. Yeah. He's, he's got a big following. Even, you know, some of the mega churches I've been to, they even have, um, we're usually always full every service. And most churches nowadays do have at least a uh, police officer there. Well, they're not going to be loved by everybody, are they? No, that's true. I thought we would round off today on a bullet pointed list. And uh, this this bullet pointed list I found, and it, it goes right along with some of the things that you identify yourself with, uh, Bruce. And that's a, a Christian nationalist. Um, I, I thought that I would go down through this from the Babylon Bee. So, you know, these are going to be good. Yeah. So. Let's go. We'll just start with number one and we'll go through all the way to number 10. And we'll see if you hit any of these marks. Yeah, we'll see if if you raise any of these red flags and, you, you know, you should be possibly looked at by the FBI. Maybe I don't know as being a possible domestic terrorist. Number one, you are a Christian. Of course, that's going to be the biggest red flag, I think. So, yeah. you know, there's what's going to be that at the very beginning of the DHS. That was actually uh, one of the things that was talked about in the early days that Christians were actually listed as domestic terrorists. Yes, that is true. That's actually going, I think that's going back like 15 years almost is when they started that. The uh, initial, I think it was, it was the initial launch of the DHS. So that would have been 20 oh, was years that? ago now. Wow. Uh, okay. It was at the very beginning. Uh, number two, you have voted in an election. Yeah. We're all guilty doing, of that one. Doing yeah. good so you far. Yeah. You're supposed to have a say in who leads the country. What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's the matter with you? Think you could take part in democracy. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Guilty so far. Yeah. Number three, you're married. You'd have, uh, you'd be well, a domestic. I'm not. So. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I'm, there's, there's that. I'm clear of that. Yeah. Um, well, no, see, let me let me finish. You'd be married to a person of the opposite sex. Okay, well, no th I'm not married, but yeah, it well, would be of the opposite sex. It would so, be of the opposite yeah. sex, yeah. But in the, well, you'd see, if you are, then there's no telling what you're going to do. So you do need to be watched. <laughs> Number four, you are currently in possession of an American flag. 
Yeah, multiple. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, you see a and truly apparel. hateful person. And apparel. Yeah, a truly hateful mm-hmm. person is going to be in, yeah. in possession of one of those. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you see. Number five, you agree with the idea of building a society on principles like do not steal, do not lie, and do not murder. Uh, the basic uh, Ten Commandment concept. Yeah, yeah, that, that's one to others as you would have them do to you. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Haven't you ever heard of the separation of church and state? What's wrong with you? Yeah. Well, geez, if you had the separation of church and state, then a lot of our laws wouldn't exist. That is true. Well, we don't need any more laws. We have too many as it is. We should just enforce what we have rather than yeah, create true. new ones. Number six, you let someone wearing a MAGA hat walk by without punching them in the face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You see, this is evidence that you agree with Nazis. You see, that's according to according to the federal authorities. Yeah, because only Nazis wear MAGA hats. You know, you, you go back to... Uh, when the fascists were on the rise back uh, in the early 30s. Yeah, they, they were all wearing MAGA hats. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, you see that? Yeah, of course they were. <laughs> Number seven. Bruce, do you have a target around there? You have a tar- you have targets in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. targets around there. Number seven. Well, you see, this would fit in uh, with you. Number seven, you pay for merchandise at Target instead of just running out the door with it. Yeah. At all stores that I visit, I pay for the merchandise. Well, is that because you think you're better than everybody else? Is that it? Is that the reason? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it boils down to that, uh, the, the previous question, uh, question about, uh, you know, the, the basic Ten Commandments, you know, that yeah, do not do steal not lie, is kind of one steal, of those. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, number eight, of course, you know, you know, I don't think you you don't qualify for this, but if you did, then I'm assuming that you would fall into this category as well. You won't let your third grader join the after school Satan club. Yeah, I, I don't think I would allow my third grader to. In fact, my third if if knowing myself when I was a third grader, we didn't even really have any after school clubs that you could join. It was sports and that was it. You know, soccer, baseball that we didn't have football. So. Yeah, that, that was never on my mind. Team? Really? No, nah, we didn't have not not for third grade. No. Oh, not for third grade. Yeah, okay. That's clear sign you're a bigot. You won't let him hang out with with Satan. What's wrong with you? If it was a high schooler, to to be fair, if if my kid was a high schooler, and uh, obviously I'd raise him in Christian values and everything as a challenge to them and their faith, I might have them join it, and then they would probably get kicked out because uh, if it's my kid, they're probably bullheaded and stubborn just as I am. So, well, you would raise them to be, you know, just you True. would, you would scold them when they would be bullheaded and stubborn to you though. You know, that's where the strong hand has to come in. You know, I, I have, if I have difficulty saying I would, um, because I am so, uh, for being bullheaded, if they're bullheaded and they have a logical reason behind it, I will commend them for the stance. But if they're wrong, I would still, you know, correct them while still praising them for being bullheaded. <laughs> How charitable of you. It's very nice. Well, you see, that rolls right into number 10. You own a Bible, and you're even more dangerous if it is the King James Version. I have the King James. I have the new King James. I have uh, the, uh, what, what, what is Amplified. I have, I think I also have a NIV as well. NIV. Yeah, so I, that's got, usually I've the woman Bible. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. It's usually the well, dude Bible. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. You, you kind of have to take it. Yeah. So. There's that. Yeah. Um, if you exhibit any of these signs to our dear listeners, if you exhibit, exhibit any of these signs and you're inside the continental United States, you are officially a Christian nationalist. And by, by the way, this is not satire. This is the actual truth. You are a, labeled a Christian nationalist and an existential threat to the United States. And you could possibly already be on an FBI watch list. That is not a joke. Yep. And the thing is, is you have no recourse. If you don't, number one, you don't even know if you're on a watch list. Number two, you have no recourse if you are uh, on a watch list. 
So it's like the no fly list. It's the same thing or the, the no. Yeah. Uh, what is it that Rahm Emanuel wanted to do? He wanted to combine the no fly, no buy. So you if yeah. you mm-hmm. if you were on the list to not be able to get on an airplane in the U.S., then you shouldn't be allowed to own a firearm in the U.S. That could be retroactive. So it would not be going forward. It would be everything previous to that. But there was never any explanation. And I still believe that it's that way to this day. There was never any explanation as to how you could get onto that list, the no-fly list, and how you get off of it once you're on it. We, we, we had report. I forget which senator it was, but there was a senator that was put on the no-fly list once by quote-unquote accident, and it took him like six months to get off of it. A senator. Like, that, that that's ridiculous uh, that they would be put on the no-fly list for, well, I, I say that. You, we have people that should be on the no-fly list and shouldn't even be in any kind of representative position. Probably not even in the country, but, um, but you know, whatever. I'd start with Adam Schiff, if I were you. <laughs> uh, that, that's a good start. I was thinking of the, the squad when I was saying that. You uh, could go there with it too. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you could go yeah. there with it too. All right, um, we can end a few minutes early, barring anything else. Do you have anything else? Uh, I mean, there, there's other things out there, but we pretty much we pretty much covered everything. Covered the um, waterfront, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. We will go ahead and call this one done. For those of you who are interested in supporting the work that we do, if you like the podcast you're hearing, we would greatly appreciate it if you would consider becoming one of our paid subscribers. You can do that by clicking the link in the program description below. Thank you very much. That'll do it for us for today. Thank you for being here today, my friend. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening. Thank you.